Hello there, and welcome to the Unfuck Your Biz with Brayden podcast, a show to encourage and empower creative CEOs just like yourself through actionable legal, tax, and financial topics. I'm Brayden Drake, an author, lawyer, tax pro, and educator, but you can just call me Brayden, your gay best friend, here to help you unfuck that biz. If you're ready to dive in, grab a notebook, maybe some coffee, and buckle in to learn how you can implement solid strategies to build a profitable business. Well, hello, friend, and welcome back to the podcast. Now, if you've been listening to the past several episodes, maybe the last couple months, you know that I've been hinting at a new endeavor that I've been working on. I mentioned this uh, back in June and July when I was talking about raising some funds for a new project. And I, but I've been keeping like the lid on it, right? So I haven't given you all the information, but that is what we are finally doing in this episode. Now to give you a little bit of background, I've been wanting to do something new for a while now, because to be honest, I have a fairly unrelatable problem, maybe probably as an adult, you can tell me, but this is that my unrelated, my unrelatable problem is that I get fairly bored from time to time. And what happens is when I get bored, I end up just kind of like inventing new projects I'll reinvent the wheel when I don't really need to. I'll like redo stuff in my business. I'll like tinker just because like I have time and I don't know what else to do. And yeah, it doesn't mean that I'm like great at getting all my shit done. So I don't want you to think that I'm perfect at nailing my to-do list all the time. Like sometimes I get bored when there's definitely things that I need to be doing, but those are things that I don't want to do. So I think this could be an ADHD thing. It could be an Enneagram seven thing. Like we like to juggle a lot of different hats in the air. If I could, I probably would have like eight different businesses, but I've learned that as much as I want to do that, that's not practical for me. And it's probably not practical for any other people. I can tell you a couple of years ago, I actually started an Enneagram Inst- uh, Instagram account. That's hard to say. Enneagram Instagram. Uh, it was... It's probably still out there. I don't think I ever deleted it, but I don't even remember what I called it. But it was uh, entrepreneurship tips for Enneagram sevens. How niche is that, right? I made like nine posts and then I never kept up with it. I was like, this is going to be really exhausting. and I don't actually want to do it. Or, you know, maybe I did, maybe I didn't. I didn't want to do it enough to actually keep myself on a schedule. Let's put it that way. I even um, for a little while, about six months ago, I thought about becoming a basketball coach, like on the AAU circuit. I grew when I grew up, my dad was a basketball coach and I went to basketball tournaments all the time. And I always thought I would love to do that someday. I actually would love to do that. But what I decided was that for now, I really needed slash wanted this extra thing that I was going to do to be something that could bring in serious revenue, right? Like I'm not quite at the point where I'm ready to take on an endeavor outside of business that's going to pay nothing. I wanted it to be something that could bring in money. And I've had a few ideas, but I didn't want to dive into the second project until like a few things happened. So I didn't want to do it until I was absolutely sure that the extra thing I wanted to do was something that I would be able to stick with and commit to. And I didn't want to do anything else until I thought my current business was ready to make it happen. And what does that really mean? Well, it means that I have a certain amount of monthly recurring revenue. It means that I can rely on my current business to actually pay all of my bills and pay all of my salary every single month because 
whenever we start something new, it can distract us, right? Which means that we can kind of drop the ball on the other things that we're doing. And I did not want that to happen. So I wanted my current business to be at a place where it could sustain itself, which also meant that my processes and systems were in a really good spot. And by that, I mean like the actual processes that we use, like standard operating procedure and technological systems. But I also mean the systems of the people that I work with, my virtual assistants and contractors, that they all know that we're what we're doing. We have a really good routine. Stuff can kind of run on autopilot. So there's not a lot of reinventing the wheel, which I mentioned earlier. We know what we're selling. We know what works. We know who we're serving, what they need from us, and how we can help them. And it's not constantly doing this ideation, brainstorming, launching things. It's, you know, we have the contract vault. We have our membership. This is what we do. I do as much public speaking as I can to get the word out there and podcast. And we get people into these really, really fabulous programs. So it doesn't require a ton of time and effort for us to do this at this point. So I felt like uh, this year, really probably... Uh, in the springtime, I felt like I was getting to a point where we could make this happen because although I hadn't been hitting my consistent 15K monthly revenue goals, we were consistently hitting around 10K, which felt consistent enough that I could then take some time to do something new. And that something new was this idea that I got about a year ago. And I've been sitting on it for a while and I was like, yeah, do I want to do this? Do I not want to do this? It seems really fun, but who knows? So I won't bury the lead any further. My new business endeavor is called, drumroll please, Drag Tax. It is the tax firm for drag queens, qu kings, drag professionals, and LGBTQ plus entertainers. So super fun. I already bought the domain. We have a website for dragtax.com. Now, if you don't know this about me, um, I am a huge fan of RuPaul's Drag Race. I have been since like season three, which was probably 12 years ago at this point. So I was like midway through college and I've been obsessed ever since. And I've always thought about like maybe doing um, just like an entertainment or edutainment related YouTube channel around it. But YouTube, oh my God, YouTube is so much work and you have to have a ton of traffic before you can really make a lot of money through monetization. So I thought, you know, why not stick to what's in my wheelhouse, which is tax and law. And so I looked around and I did a tiny bit of research and found that there wasn't really anyone promoting themselves as like a niche expert in helping drag professionals with their taxes. And it is a very, very small niche. As they say, the riches are in the niches. So I thought, why not? Like, let's do it. Worst case scenario, it doesn't work and I scrap it, but I got the idea. So like I mentioned, I got the idea last year and it really started to like bubble up again in April of this year. So a few months ago, and if you don't already know this, there is a convention in LA every year. Of course, they took a break for COVID. So this is the first one in a couple of years, but there's a convention called RuPaul's Drag Con in Los Angeles, and that happens every May. So the idea started bubbling up again, like late April, early May. So just a couple of weeks before DragCon. And I was like, you know what? If I really want to do this, I should do this now. 
And that's how I often am with a lot of things. But this time I had good reason and good justification because this was going to be, this was going to be a little bit of a different business endeavor because a lot of the people that were going to be my ideal clients are folks that have really big social media followings, like, you know, 200 to a million followers on Instagram, which, you know, that's, we could say that's, that doesn't necessarily mean that they're making a ton of money or anything like that. It just means that they're popular and they have a lot of people trying to get their attention. So it's going to be hard to get their attention from my Instagram account that I created that had 20 followers on it. You see where I'm going with this? Whereas in my current business, it's a little bit different. I would say that people uh, in the service-based industry, like in wedding industries, graphic design, all that kind of stuff, you can make a lot more money with a much, much smaller following. And in this new endeavor, it's kind of reversed. So all I, the reason why I share that is because I thought, if I want these folks to know who I am, I need to get FaceTime with them. And DragCon is going to be the best way for me to do that. Because I, I was thinking if I want to launch, I want to launch the business or I want the business to be really operational for tax season 2023. So I had, you know, almost a full year to do that. But I don't want to launch the business during tax season. I want to kind of get my feet wet, get to know people, do some networking, get maybe my first handful of clients so we can work on systems. I can hire the people that I need to hire. So once tax season rolls around, we'll actually be like ready to, to really hit the ground running. Hopefully that makes sense. So I thought, Really, I should go to DragCon so I can make connections, if, if nothing else. So I did. I actually ordered some um, super, super last-minute business cards, did kind of my own threw-it-together branding to order some business cards on Moo. I had them like quick-shipped and got to my house in four days, went to DragCon. Uh, that was actually the weekend before I did my Ironman in Oklahoma. So I drove to Los Angeles, went to DragCon for three days, drove back to San Diego for a day or two. Then I drove to... Tulsa, Oklahoma, which is about a 20 hour drive from San Diego, did my Ironman, came back. And so at that point in time, I felt um, not really frazzled. I just, I felt busy, but I was really excited. I was energized. But from the perspective of you all, you probably didn't know all the stuff that was happening in the background. So I wasn't talking about it yet. So I wanted to share what I've done in this business so far, just because, I mean, I think it's really interesting. You might think so as well. Um, I had a lot of ideas for my branding. So I hired um, Allie from Gizbo Creative, who did my Profit RX branding last year. And um, I actually, I'm probably, I'm probably a very bizarre client for a lot of designers. I already had like my hex colors, like my hex codes picked out. So the brand colors I wanted to use, I had the brand imagery. I was already planning on where I was going to do my photo shoot. I'll talk about that in a second. But I had like actual photo, um, photo imagery as well. And so I gave all of that to Allie and we were able to do my branding basically on a VIP day. So if you want to see some of the branding for drag tax, you can go to the website and you can also check out all my social media accounts because I started a Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok account all under the name. It's like at drag tax. So super easy. So you can go check out the branding. It's super fun. It's Palm Springs inspired, which this all feels like a huge departure for me. If you followed me for a long time, you know, for the longest time, I only really used the colors black and navy and like gray in my branding. And then with Profit RX, we introduced like the green and the gold and the brighter blue. That was a big uh, departure for me. And now with this new branding, we have green and light blue and orange and pink because it's like picture of flamingos and palm trees and cactuses. 
and Palm Springs. That's the branding aesthetic that we're going for. So I think it came out super fun. We have our drag tax branding and then our business of drag branding, which is going to be the title of our YouTube show and our podcast. And the reason why I'm announcing the new business today is because this is the launch of our podcast and YouTube channel for the second business. So I'm not expecting, I'm not expecting you all to go subscribe to those because it's going to be content like pretty specifically for drag queens and drag entertainers. But if you're curious and when you want to go check it out, you can look for the business of drag podcast uh, in your podcast app or uh, on YouTube. You should be able to find it. That actually reminds me as I'm recording this on July 18th, I'm like, oh shit, I need to get that submitted to Apple like right away. So I'm going to put that on my to-do list for this week. So hopefully we'll have it up on time. So we did that. Um, like I mentioned, I started my Twitter account. I actually did that like a couple of days before DragCon. So I'd have some social media presence. I started the Instagram and I've started the TikTok. Now, I definitely have not reached any level of fame on any of these profiles. But if I go to ignore that noise there for a second, if I go to my TikTok account, I actually started this. I created the account a little while ago, but I just started posting videos two weeks ago and I'm up to 85 followers. So not a huge deal, but on Instagram, I think I have like 22 and on Twitter, I have about 22. I actually thought about titling this podcast, what I would recommend that you do if you started a brand new business and sharing the lessons that I've learned. But I decided that would be better left for like six months from now, after the social channels grow a little bit more, after I've started to get more clients, and then I'll be able to have more of like a retrospective look at what I did starting over and whether it's been working. I think a lot of us think about, you know, if we started our business all over again, like how much faster could we grow it with all the knowledge that we've obtained? And that's really the opportunity I've had with this new business. So I've implemented all these things that I always think about. And I think it's going to be a much smoother start than my first business. And I can't, can't wait to share a debrief with you all on that in the coming months. So Okay, let me go back. Let me go back to what I've done slash what I'm doing. Starting a YouTube and podcast. Now, my goal when I went to DragCon was not really to get to get clients necessarily, but just to meet people who could be guests on my show. And so I handed out probably like 50 business cards. I talked to some folks, um, got my name out there at least a little bit. You know, these individuals that have booths are meeting hundreds of people that weekend. So I'm not expecting them to remember me super well. But uh, about a month after I started reaching out to folks to interview them for the podcast, a lot of people said yes, but it's been hard to get them scheduled because they're super busy. But other people, some people I did get scheduled, which was really great. So I booked about five interviews. I planned out my first 12 solo episodes and I started recording those. I interviewed a few folks on Upwork to be my YouTube editor. I had them all do a test project, which I paid them for, uh, reviewed the work, hired the person that I wanted to work with. And right now, like at the time, around like the week that we're recording this, we're working on getting, uh, we've already edited, I think the first three episodes, we're working on getting like the next three edited so that we can get them all batched out on our launch calendar. So that's where we are with that. I have my photo shoot coming up in October. And this is something that I'm like, it's going to cost, it's going to cost me a lot of money. And it's definitely not something that I necessarily need to do, but I just really want to do it. Mostly 
mostly just because I want to. I feel like that should be a good enough reason sometimes, mostly just because I want to, but because I think it's going to help me look really professional and we're going to get a ton of content out of it. So I'm going to be renting this. Uh, it's like a converted motel Airbnb in Palm Springs. It's like a six room motel. It's in a U shape. There's a pool in the middle has like really cool, like green and white striped umbrellas and like pink, uh, lawn, lawn chairs. Is that the word? Like lounge chairs, lounge chairs. That's the word I'm looking for. Uh, it's really cool. Just very much the aesthetic that I want to go for. And I'm going to be hiring a handful of drag Queens to come and be models in my photo shoot. So I'll be like in the middle lounge chair, like in a swim, like in swim trunks. And then I'll have two drag queens on both sides of me, like in some sort of like resort where we'll all have cocktails and we'll have really, really beautiful photos. And then that will be the hero image on my website with the like brand tagline, taxes are a drag, hire us to help. Because the idea is like, you'd rather spend your time at the pool than doing your taxes. This is what your life could look like if you hired us to help you. So that'll be really exciting. We're going to take a lot of video. And so I think I'll have a lot of great TikTok content that will come out of that. And it's just going to be a lot of fun. I'm also on the less fun side of things, studying for the EA exam right now. EA stands for enrolled agent. It's the, it's like a certification exam to be certified to work not really with the IRS, but to do IRS related work. So prep your federal tax returns, I handle back tax, all that kind of stuff. And I'm doing that not because I'm planning on doing all of this work, but because I want to hire EAs to work in my business. And I'm a big believer that um, if I'm going to hire them, I should at least have the knowledge to know whether they're doing their job correctly. Or, you know, if someone ups and quits on me one day, I should be able to step in to actually do the work myself. So I'm going to study and take that exam. That'll be a, a few months long process. I also found a CPA on Upwork that's going to be helping with tax returns and higher level tax issues. And I'm working with a couple of my VAs right now to get QuickBooks certified to do bookkeeping. So this is all the stuff we have happening behind the scenes. Now, as I mentioned, uh, my goal was really to have this up and running for tax season 2023, but I want to have, you know, my test taken. I want to be certified. I want to have uh, everyone, basically, I need to have the team assemb assembled before then. And I want the team to have a little bit of practice, which means we need our first handful of clients, which is why we started this in spring and summer of 2022. Now, what's really cool is I actually already worked with my first client. I won't share too many details because, you know, client confidentiality is a thing. But we had a drag queen client who needed us to do two years worth of bookkeeping and tax returns. We did that all in a couple of weeks. It was really uh, great. I think the client was really happy. And it gave us an opportunity for me to figure out what I really need to do to make this business work. So that's what I have going on. Um, I think that's everything I had to share today. It's been super fun. I can't wait to share more with you all about it. I think one of the really fun things, at least for the Unfuck Your Biz podcast, the podcast you're listening to now, is that now that I'll be running a more service-based business, I'll be able to give you more inside information on legal and tax tips and other business financial tips on running a service-based business, not just from a person who helps service-based business providers, but now as a person who also has a service-based business themselves. That all sounded very circular and kind of meta, but I think you got where I'm going from, where I'm coming from. 
with that. So I'm gonna keep you all posted. Um, this will also be included in my proper reports here on out um, because it's actually gonna be part of my existing, technically I'm not starting a new business. This is just a revenue stream in my existing business, but with all new marketing channels and a new audience. So we'll, it will be on my same PL and I'll share the breakdown of it on my proper reports. Thus far, we've made about $2,500 in three months. I'm not expecting that it will make us more than um, $1,000 a month until tax season. And by 1000 a month, I probably mean like 2001 month, zero the next month, kind of like that, meaning we'll get a handful of clients between now and the end of the year. At least that's the goal. But I'll share the number breakdown. I think that'll be really interesting. And I had one other thing I wanted to say, but I already... I already forgot. So on that great note, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. Um, go do me a favor though. If you're interested, if you're curious and you're like, I wonder what Braden has going on, go follow our TikTok account because uh, I think I'm going to have a really hard time managing two TikTok accounts. If you didn't already know, I already have a TikTok for Braden Adam Drake, which is the same as my Instagram, but I've been posting a lot of TikTok TikToks is that what you call them? TikToks? This is where you can tell I'm not a Gen Z person on my drag tax account. So you can follow that. Uh, like some of my posts, give me some love, subscribe to the new YouTube channel. If you want to do that again, I know it's not all directly pertinent to what you do, but you all know how difficult it is to get a brand new business off the ground. So any type of engagement and support helps a ton. So if you want to do that, that would be fantastic. If you're like, no, Braden, I'm cool. Just listening to the, this podcast. Well, then I hope you better at least be subs <laughs> subscribed to this podcast. And if you could leave a review for this podcast, that would also be phenomenal. So thanks again for tuning in. Uh, I'll be back in your podcast app next week with a new episode. And I hope you have a great day. Hey there, before you go, I wanted to give a quick thanks. Thanks so much for tuning into the show. If you loved it, I would love for you to take a screenshot of the episode or snap a quick selfie while you are listening. Share it on social and give me a tag. It'll help other kick-ass entrepreneurs like yourself find the show. That's it for today. I'll be back soon with a new episode. Meanwhile, let's roll up our sleeves and unfuck that biz.